Hello everyone, welcome to Gothic's Rest, episode number 15, joined by the lovely and wonderful Bird Facts. Yeah, that's me. I'm not sure I'd use those words to describe me, but I'll take it. (laughs) The callous and cold. Eh, I wouldn't use those ones either, but like, (laughs) So, it's, uh, we we took a week off, so it's been a little while since we recorded. Yeah, well, Um, Jagex took a week off too, so it's only fair. Yeah, you know, tends to happen. Um, yeah, last last time we recorded, we had uh, the the Oxy guest episode, which, by the way, has been doing amazingly. Uh, it is our first episode to pass one thousand total plays. That's a lot. Wow, that is a lot. <laughs> um, so thank you to everyone that's uh, given it a listen and, and has enjoyed, and uh, especially a big shout out to Oxy and Michael of XP Waste. Love you guys. Thank you for the shout out once again. But you know enough. Uh, en- enough about previous episodes. How's uh, how's your week going, Bird? What have you been up to? It's going pretty good. Um, I worked for like ten hours today, which kind of sucks. So I'm probably gonna be kind of tired. Uh, because we delayed. Normally, I have uh, Wednesdays off, which is when we mm-hmm. normally record. Yeah. Um, but we delayed it because of Desert Treasure Two. And I didn't even finish Desert Treasure 2. <laughs> um, yeah, I I woke up so early and it still took me so long I, to get that quest done. I was up when the update was 18 minutes to launching. Mm. And I couldn't be asked to wait 18 minutes and then however long the downtime was. I was like, I'm just going to bed. I don't care. Um, the downtime wasn't too long. I mean, yeah, but it could have been longer, you know, yeah. for all I knew, it would have been like a three hour downtime. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, I, I'm not putting up with this. Um, and then the day before that, the expansion to the board game that I bought showed up, but the actual board game part hadn't showed up yet. Mm. Um, or no, it was the day it was that Monday. Um, mm-hmm. So then uh, it was supposed to arrive the next day but it didn't. And then on Wednesday it actually showed up and I really wanted to mess around with it and, you know, unbox all the pieces and get it all, all set up and good to go for future plays. Uh, and so I just, I admittedly, I just played that board game. It's called spirit Island. Um, I played that instead of desert treasure two. I did the Leviathan fight, um, and got that medallion and put it back in the temple Mm-hmm. And that's as far as I got. I think I started okay. on the Zaya one. Uh, okay, gotcha. But that was that was the, as far as I got. I I, I showed yeah. up. I couldn't figure out how to get into the the new part of Zaya mm-hmm. um, because I didn't go to Hasidius to talk to. Apparently, you talk to the estate agent. I looked at the the in-game quest guide tells you to go talk to the state agent i'm like why the fucking estate agent what did you did you uh well you don't talk to the estate agent you talk to someone south of the estate agent or you mm. go to south of the estate agent gotcha um so you didn't uh do more than just the leviathan correct yeah no i i, I like started the next part but that was it, okay. i basically didn't do anything uh, warning for everyone listening: This is probably going to be very full of spoilers for the quest. So if you haven't uh, done the quest, go do that and then come back and listen to this episode. It's a, an amazing quest. I would not want to rob you of the 
the first uh, yeah, playthrough experience. I've done a fourth of the quest, and so far, so good. So, I am going to rob Bird a bit of the first playthrough experience, but I'm going to try to not spoil the quest itself, but, you know. The bosses, uh, if we want to talk about them, is kind of whatever. Yeah. Um, I'll be talking a little bit about the one boss I've been grinding and a little yeah. bit of the... A- admittedly, I'm probably grind- going to grind the shit out of Leviathan. Um, yeah, Leviathan, I haven't fought the other ones yet, but Leviathan was actually super fun and interesting. Leviathan was cool. I did not do the mechanics properly, uh, and I did not realize until after the quest. Um, I I died the first time because I just never did anything and just you know played the switch your prayers game, um, and eventually just died because I was. I was too busy mm-hmm. laughing at the fact that he was attacking at a one tick attack speed and I, <laughs> yeah. I couldn't switch my pairs because I just thought it was so funny. Oh my god. I was just like, what is happening? It took me like four kills to I was, get my KC. I was laughing my ass off. Like it wasn't that I was terrified of it. I was just like, no way they did this. This is hilarious. <laughs> I love this. Yeah, if that um, was the intended method of killing it, that would be hilarious. I mean it's not. As far as I can tell, you can do it that way, though. Yeah, yeah, you can. Which but I love. I love that method. design. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, the it's fact faster that, to do it fact, that way. Yeah, the fact that you could literally just tank all the hits if you're good enough at switching your prayers is mm-hmm. just fucking hilarious to me, and I love that. Um, yeah. But then afterwards, uh, I I had read the quest dialogue, so I knew that you could use shadow spells on him to stun him. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't know when to do that. So as a part of my my testing sequence, the second kill, I just immediately did it to see what would happen. And I saw that he stunned, and then he did the lightning attack. And I just kind of died to the lightning attack, trying to figure out exactly how it worked, seeing how mm. the seeing how he moved around, and you know, walking into melee range, seeing if he could still melee me. No, okay. And I just kind of died to that. Um, and then the third time, I was like, okay, well, the stun mechanic is probably resets the speed of his uh, prayer orbs. So I probably just yeah. go until only, I'm sick of his shit. And then only if it. you deal with the mechanic properly. So yeah. my one kill at that boss, because I haven't done it post-quest, um, I would shadow barrage it to stun it, but then I wouldn't hit its weak spot. Mm, yeah, I did do because that. Because I so. forgot about the dialogue saying that it had a weak spot. I saw it. I saw um, the I looked at the guide afterwards um, and it was like the very rudimentary, you know, day one. Somebody just shit some shit out onto the wiki mm-hmm. guide. Um, yeah, it didn't mention the weak spot at first. It didn't mention the weak spot. And it also was like, yeah, you should bring a stamina potion. And I'm like, bro, ain't no way. No, ain't yeah. no fucking way you're bringing a stamina potion for that. You don't do that much running like you do a pretty yeah. decent amount. But if you need a stamina potion, you're not dealing enough DPS, my dude. Yeah, the only boss I think you need a stamina potion at is Vard before you have uh, the Vard's, teleport. Vard's the next one I'm going to do. And yeah, that run yeah. is... That run is so rough. I, I have not done the full run because I haven't made it into the, the new area yet. But mm-hmm. I can already tell that that's going to be rough. Yeah, so uh, my closing thoughts on Which Leviathan. One? Leviathan's really cool. I, I think Yeah, he, I really liked Leviathan. Leviathan I think it's really cool. well designed. Of the four bosses, I think Leviathan is uh, top two. Um, and I think, like, if you're looking for an interesting fight to do, Leviathan's uh, the probably the one you want to go for. Yeah, Leviathan was very interesting. Uh, all the, the puzzle and lore leading up to it was fine. Um, yeah. 
not too difficult. Uh, not really that hard either. Um, mm-hmm. Just kind of interesting. Yeah, uh, the, I, I like the expansion the of the abyss. Stuff was really yeah. interesting. I liked all the puzzles. I read um, all of the lore bits, um, and they kind of expand on like the lore of the abyss and obviously the Majorat as well, and what they were doing there. Um, yeah, unfortunately, Leviathan was the last boss I did, and by hour six, I was too fucking <laughs> done with its shit to read all the lore. So I kind of stopped at that. That's point. pretty fair, I guess. Um, basically, the the lore for it is. There's, there's kind of two lines of lore. There's like ancient history that you can find uh, that's just like some adventures. I think it was like four Ceridominists and uh, one ex-Zerosian worshipper uh, go into the abyss and they have to like work together to try and survive. And so it's talking about like, you know, what, you know, it's it's a record from one of them of like how they were surviving, how they don't trust the the Zaros guy, but then the Zaros guy like saves their asses and then like discovers that the abyss like he explains that the abyss used to be like, you know, a, a complete and utter void and it's used in teleportation magic. And then he's like, Oh, well, uh, the abyss shouldn't look like this. And then it's kind of like a cliffhanger in the lore, and maybe it's explained somewhere else, but it basically confirms the kind of suspicion that you can naturally come to being in the abyss is the fact that you are inside of something while you're in the abyss. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. It's all fleshy and weird. Yeah. So the abyss is not supposed to look like that. It's supposed to just be a void. But gotcha. there is some kind of theoretically gigantic creature that we are inside of in the abyss, from my understanding. Uh, that could be okay. fucking wrong. but It's like an abyssal dreadnought or something. Yeah, some kind of like crazy thing. Like cool. the uh, what's what's that creature in the like? A- I think it's an astral plane creature in astral uh, dreadnought. Yeah, those guys. Yeah, that's what. That's why I said abyssal dreadnought. Yeah, no, I was, I was. You said dreadnought, and I was like, that's that thing, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I imagine it's something to that effect. Um, yeah, except which way is bigger. it's cool. I like that lore. Yeah. Um, and then the the like storyline that actually ties into desert treasure is that basically they had like some ships. And I'm not sure how they ended up inside of the abyss. I think it's because they were like using some whack ass teleportation magic to transport uh, a bunch of soldiers that I think mm-hmm. were unaware of the fact that they were transporting not the Stone of Joss, but like the other one. Um, there's yeah. another one that they talk about. I forget the what it's Horn called. Of something. No, not that. Um, no, it's no. called something else uh, in that in the the lore there, um, but basically, uh, like it, it mind controls someone when somebody touches it. Not the person that touches it. It mind controls somebody else when someone touches it. Interesting. And then like they they have to like kill each other, and like a bunch of people die, and then you know they discover yeah. that they're not going to be able to teleport to whatever like Ceridominus enclave that they were trying to, and they're stuck in the abyss question mark i'm not really sure maybe they have to go back or something i'm not i yeah, don't really remember i'd imagine they're stuck in the abyss because all the ships are there but notably the the like big cliffhanger is, or the big the big twist is that they there is a piece of lore or one of the tablets says like oh you know we we delivered the the artifact whatever the fuck the artifact was called mm-hmm. um which as far as my understanding goes is a stone of joss alike or a clone not sure um and uh, basically, instead of actually delivering it, one of the people on the ship like pretended like they delivered it, but actually took it. Yeah. So, 
And then, of course, that one chick that we met during the Temple of the Eye quest reveals that she's not actually researching teleportation magic. She's researching the Stone of Joss. Very cool. I just hope this doesn't lead to us like killing gods or something. Yeah, I I think I don't think it has to. Um, the Stone of Joss is is a very powerful artifact, but it I don't think it necessarily has like a direct link to you know bringing the gods back to the world or you know fighting the gods. It is just a very powerful artifact, and I think they can do yeah. interesting things with that outside of the gods entirely. Like obviously. Yeah, they, man, they can. It's just man you know. exists. The greed of man exists. An artifact that powerful mm-hmm. is going to cause some interesting storylines. I think. I mean, other and as you go through the quest, you'll learn other NPCs are interested in this artifact. I mean, too. fucking obviously. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Uh, the other three bosses, though, uh, we have uh, the one that I've been grinding. Uh, and the one you're about to go do is uh, Vardorvis. I take it this guy probably drops the the Berserker Ring too. Yeah, he drops the okay. Berserker Ring. Um, the Mage Ring is dropped by the Duke. Uh, the the Duke's Whisper... the fat ass, right? Yeah. Okay, I've I've seen some like images of him. Don't really know how the fight works. Um. So I don't really need an in depth explanation, think... but <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to explain how the the boss works, but. I think the Duke is the weakest of them all. Oh, okay. um, that's there's like a little skilling thing you do at the beginning and it's really fucking boring <laughs> and it takes up like half the fight. Oh, that kind of sucks. Yeah. Like before you can actually fight the boss, you had to do mini sepulcher and then oh, weird. It's not even sepulcher. Like you can treat it like that though. Um, you just run and grab some stuff and then you had to, mine some stuff and then you put it in a barrel and then you can fight the boss oh it is is it like you have to make a bait for him to lure his fat ass out and then you can beat the shit you make out like of him? a poison to wake him up mm, okay i don't know why you have to wake him up but you don't Oops, um we just but, we wake up vorkath by just poking his ass like yeah that's true why don't we start the fight by hitting him <laughs> yeah, um, beat his ass yeah but yeah no it, it it's and also, like, the way you do the boss mechanically right now is you sit behind a pillar, and then you run out, hit the boss, you bait its melee attack, and then you run behind the pillar again. It's like doing a Versic walk, basically. And it's just really not an interesting mechanic. I haven't grinded the boss, so maybe it's more interesting than that. But um, from what I can tell, it's not very not very mechanically challenging. Um, so I haven't been grinding that one. Uh, the Whisperer, I think, is like the one of the most interesting bosses. Um, and then, but unfortunately, drops the shittiest ring for my. Yeah, it drops the shittiest yeah. ring. Awesome, great. Uh, the slash ring, but the slash ring might not be too bad. It's a plus six strength and like twenty slash, and that might actually be good for killing the Duke and uh, Vardor- Vardorvis. Because it'll make the scythe really good there. I feel like it should have been plus eight, man. Yeah, just make or it because like, then it then it was, it would still match that. like Zerker Ring, you know. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I I think like the Whisperer and uh the Leviathan are tied for like second slash third. Duke is like by far the worst, 
And then uh, Vardorvis, I think, is the best boss in terms of my enjoyment. Uh, other people might swap some of those around. Yeah, I I'm I was very impressed by the Leviathan fight. I thought it was great. Um, yeah. I can't wait for one of the uh, combat achievements to literally be kill the boss without ever stunning it. Yeah, I'm sure that's going to be one absolutely going to be one of the CAs. Oh, you probably wouldn't know the answer to this. Um, when I got, I got to like a final phase of uh, the Are you boss. Come, come phase. Well, there was yeah, there was like a little ball that was like yeah. moving around. Is that like is that like a inferno shield? Should I be standing in that? What the fuck's going on with no, that? No, I think it kills you if you touch it. I was definitely walking in it like fifty percent of the time, so I don't think that's true. Okay, I don't know then. Uh, I his like his attacks start dealing damage through prayer at that point. So I was like, do I need to move with this thing to like reduce the damage I'm taking? Does it increase my damage to him? I couldn't really figure it out because I was just like, you know, clicking on the boss every fourth tick just to make sure I was still dealing DPS. And while I was like, you know, eating and clicking and trying to figure out what was going on, he just like died without me noticing. And I was oh, like, oh. okay, apparently you do need a stand in the come orb to not die. Interesting. What, um, what exactly does it do? It re- removes or reduces chip damage. Okay. That's what I thought. Um, But the new tech, by the way, for, for uh, Enrage is just use the Webweaver special because it deals like 100 damage. Wow. Huh? Yeah. Why? I, I don't... Is it a bug? Is it supposed uh, to do that? I, I think it like max hits every time or something. Oh, I, I think I know what it is. Um, when you hit his uh, his weak point, I think it's a guaranteed max. So you probably okay. use the web weaver bow on his his weak point, and it probably just kills him. That's probably what it is. Maybe not. I don't know. I I've fought the boss one time. Yeah, I don't know. I I also only fought the boss one time. I've the only boss that I've killed post quest, uh, in like any serious amount. I've killed a little bit of whisper post quest is Vardorvis. Um, I have... What did I get this morning? Uh, I have 50 KC now. Um, so far, I've gotten one of the orbs to kill the... Um, to kill the Awakened version. By the way, not a unique. Isn't in the collection log, which is surprising. Weird. Uh, I got the gem to make the uh, nice, Blood Scepter. Nice. And then I got the Teleport... At like forty five KC. Hey, that's good. Uh, everyone else those has have been getting be, it. I have to imagine those are somewhere around like one in fifty or one in one hundred. No, I hope. it's like one in twenty. Oh, one in twenty. So you just I, got I, fucked. Yeah, everyone else in my clan has been getting it like really Dude, low I KC. Was, I was really hoping, like, it makes sense that uh, at the end of Desert Treasure Two, from my understanding, you get the uh, the enhanced Ring of Visibility. It makes yeah. sense that you those teleports, I think, get attached to that that ring, correct? Yes. It makes um, sense. I I'm wish un- the one for Leviathan was attached to the Guardians of the Rift uh, amulet. <laughs> the, so the Guardians of the Rift stay amulet molding. might actually be better uh, for killing Leviathan. Because what where you does, do is you just... where does uh, Do you know where the tablet from Leviathan takes you? I think it takes you into the abyss. Okay. But the but, yeah, interestingly, amulet the, takes the amulet you right takes you next, next to, to a bank. bank. Yeah, so yeah. it can be decent for just resupplying and then just sending it to the next. I guess. I mean, I guess you could have both. Well, but it, I don't if know. you're bad like me and you die at the bosses, um, 
you don't keep the ring when you die. You also so don't you have keep to do the, the, uh, the amulet. Yeah, so you just teleport with the amulet to uh, to the boss, bank the amulet. You, you should have a teleport to another bank or something. Probably just your house. Yeah, just your Let's house. Let's be honest here. Um, and then you go to another bank, grab the amulet, go back. I mean, that's a little bit of a roundabout way to do it, I suppose, but... I'm sure it, there's some optimization to be done there, but it, yeah. It keeps you safer from uh, from dying, but once you unlock just the don't tab- die. Yeah, um, once you unlock the tablet, I mean, I guess you could just alternate between using them if just, you die. Just never die. I don't, I don't understand. You know, yeah. Just, just I, I finally figured out Vardorvis and how to, like, mechanically fight him. There's some really satisfying tech with, like, dodging his axes, um, you know, called axe skip. Uh, some really satisfying tech at uh, Leviathan. You just click the right prayer at the right time. <laughs> um, but you can run through the axes so that you don't take mm-hmm. any damage from them. Um, it's really satisfying to do. And are they Soul Reaper axes? Uh, <laughs> they kind of look like Soul Reaper axes, actually. Dang, he already farmed that shit. That's crazy. Yeah, no, they do look like Soul Reaper axes, um, except they're like red. Uh, but yeah, no, I since I figured out how to like do that, and I can like consistently get like three or four KC trips now, which is really nice. That's good. Um, plus having the teleport tab now, I don't need to waste an inventory s- slot on a stamina, so that's huge. Um, r- really fun to do. I'm. It, I, I debated just farming the boss while we record. I was like, no, that's going to be too many clicks. <laughs> and like, I'm going to be not paying enough attention. So I'm just doing agility right now. One thing uh, I want to talk about before I forget about it is I noticed that um, when I killed Leviathan for the quest, my Leviathan mm-hmm. kill count was one. Yes. So all there just the bosses, is no quest version of the boss. So all the bosses have lower stats and HP in the quest, but they drop their normal drop table. Interesting. Okay, um, sure, why not? S- speaking of the drop table, there's been some controversy. And since you haven't really... Oh, you don't is this, a, is this media, to do with um, the, the new drop mechanics? Yeah. I did so, see this. So the way the ring drops work, for those of you that are unaware, is I'm just going to pretend it's a 1 in 100 for the rings. It's probably we don't, not. We it's don't know what high. it is yet. It's probably way higher than that. But the first two times you roll onto the unique table and you roll to get the ring, you instead just get a normal drop on the regular drop table. So say you're doing Vardorvis, uh, you roll the B ring upgrade, instead you get your uh, dragon javelin heads. Okay, you, you do another kill, you get another ring roll, instead you get lava runes. And then the third time you get it, you get your, you get the actual ring. Why? And what? what? And so wh- what that does is it's like the brimstone ring or the venator shards in that it brings everyone closer to the mean to the average so that uh you're less likely to get spooned but you're also less likely to go super dry yeah i don't know how i feel about that that seems kind of dumb yeah um I feel like part of what RuneScape is is that kind of chase for like, oh, what if I get lucky? Or, oh, I'm fucking not getting lucky at all. Like, that's just kind of always been a part of the game. And yeah, sure, it kind of sucks to go super dry. 
but that's kind of the the give and take of like yeah it's also fucking awesome to get lucky i i can understand that but it also feels really shit to go super dry especially if like the the, the drops of the bosses are pretty bad um yeah they're like, not great i think the most gp i've gotten in one kill is like 80k they're terrified of muspa too Oh no, I got uh, 122k in a dragon dart tip drop, but that's the only one I've seen. My average kill is like 20k. 20 to 30k. Yeah, I got a whole 300 smoke runes when I killed Leviathan. That was pretty awesome. Yeah. They, Duke's drop table is like chain bodies, but only like bronze, mithril, and addy. What? Why? You, you Why might be bronze get... at all? Yeah, I don't know. Someone got like bronze long swords from one of the bosses it this is some it, real the, fucking the drops are really bad this is some real fucking god wars dungeon shit where it's like haha guys the regular drops aren't really that good but, yeah, but you leviathan, can get something really cool guys you <laughs> come on leviathan gives you bronze mithril addy and rune arrows like yeah like why um it yeah they're they're not great uh you can get like runite ore and stuff like all the ores you can get um different ruins also all the drops or all the bosses drop um every tier of clue easy through elite what the fuck yeah i've gotten a medium and an elite so far why this is so weird it, it it's really weird but i i'm going to i feel like they should all just drop elites yeah. Cuz Zora drops an elite. Like Hello? <laughs> I I don't know. I I think it's fine that they drop any tier, but I'm curious to see what the rates are. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know how I feel about that. That's kind of weird. Um it's, Yeah, it is it is weird for I sure. I think they should definitely chop off some of the like bronze items. That's just I mean, fucking come on, dude. Um I can yeah, understand I, well, having less valuable shit on the table. But fucking you're, bronze, man? Are you kidding me? You're really just there for the uniques, right? I mean, I guess, but I'm there for what? Plus four melee strength? I get a max hit. Like, that's good. But Jesus you're, fucking Christ. You're there for the the ring pieces. So you got your chromium yeah, I mean, ingots. Yeah, I guess you need Virtus, like I guess, three of those or whatever. You need the Virtus. Uh, you know, all the bosses can drop all pieces of Virtus, by yeah, the way. Yeah, I know. Uh, and then the axe pieces. Each boss drops one piece of the axe. Yep. Which, here's my complaint about that. So the ring mechanic encourages you to camp one boss to get the ring. But then the axe, each boss only dropping one piece of the axe, encourages you to spread your KC around to get like, all the axe pieces. I feel like the axe pieces are probably the most common drop on the unique table. Maybe? I don't know. I haven't seen anyone get more than two. Um, that would just be my guess. Um, that's how I would have designed it, but you know, I'm obviously not a J mod. So, uh, well, the chromium ingots is the most common. Oh, actually, if we're counting the awakeners orb, that's I mean, yeah, the most common. That one, I feel like that one should be a tertiary drop. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's um, yeah, no, uh. I, I feel like there's not going to be a ton of people grinding the bosses because they're all really hard. Yeah. Like, I, when I got to 
um when i got to leviathan and i started doing the the one tick prayer flicks i was like wow mm-hmm. some motherfuckers are never getting their quest cape back yeah you you can definitely do it especially now that like people know the mechanics um you can definitely get the quest cases you know my my buddy serenade you know he he's he's a bit of a gamer but he's also a bit of a noob and he did it uh i think today he completed the quest so it's definitely possible if you don't have like the best gear. He was using a whip, so I mean that's what I'll be using. Let's fucking yeah. go. Um but like I struggled with I think I died like three or four times to most of the bosses. I did Vardorvis first try, but it was really close. Leviathan, it took me like three tries. The Whisperer, I died way too many times, like six times maybe because i didn't know one of the mechanics um and then i did the duke first try but like i can see people dying a lot to those bosses especially the post quest versions where they really amp up the damage and the defenses in hp before figuring out vordorvis completely i was dying like three or four times in a row before getting a kill um, if, if people are like looking to do the quest, like, of course I recommend like 99s to do it, but I think you could probably easily do it with like eighties. Yeah, I agree. Um, you don't even need a whip. I don't think you could do it with a D sim if you're good enough. Yeah, but I would recommend gonna a whip. Be, that's going to be pretty slow. Um, yeah, I would recommend a whip. All the bosses that you melee are slash weak. So have a whip. Have a trident. Just go get have, a scythe. I mean, get a scythe. Get uh, get a shadow. Get a Tebow. Just you know, fuck it. <laughs> get them all. Why you, not? You can kill Leviathan with a uh, ruby or not ruby. Uh, diamond bolts and a uh, rune crossbow. I, mean, I, imagine, I, know someone... I imagine you start with rubies, right? He has over enough Maybe. health. I don't know. You can also do him with an MSB. As soon as I. I got to that boss. I was like, wow, this is a boss where you dump two Ruby specs immediately upon entering. Yeah, that's what I've heard people are doing. They're just ZC being spec, uh, specking and then like actually doing the rest of the fight. Yeah, it seems like one of those bosses. God, ZCB is so sick. <laughs> it is. I really want that item. It would be really nice. It's such a cool item. Like, I don't, I, I don't even care about like its special attack that much. Like, obviously, that's like the mechanical use of it, but I just think the, the thematic. Mm-hmm. elements of that item are just sick as hell this is a cool item that also happens to have an absolutely cracked spec oh um i want to talk about my predictions a little bit about uh some of the items that we had talked about on one of our early episodes specifically scythe and venator bow mm-hmm. um scythe is i think it's best in slot at two of the bosses. I mean, I'd like to hope it was best in slot at both both of the slash bosses. I mean, come on. So the Duke is technically a demon. So Mm. you can use Arclight, which is... It's time to use Superior Demon Bane, the spell. (laughs) No. Um, See, people use Arclight. People have been using Scythe as well. The problem is, from my understanding, he's like pretty tanky, and Scythe isn't like the most accurate thing in the world. So people are struggling with that. Um, and also like his drops 
kind of make it rough to like pay back yeah, your scythe charges. Size. Yeah. I mean, I it's, feel it's like it's it's kind of like a, doing a, nightmare. Yeah, it's like doing nightmare or even serve where it's like you just have to bet on getting the drop in order to make any money or not not lose money, you know? Yeah. And Vardorvis, he's a two by two. So like it's good, but it's not like as good as it could be. And and like with Duke, you're losing a lot of money. So people are just using Fang because he's also really tanky. So people are either using Fang on Slash for both of them or Arclight on uh, Duke and whatever they have for uh, for Vardorvis. Epic. I've been using Fang on Slash with uh, Claw Specs. And Thralls are also good throughout the entire thing. I think you can Thrall every single boss. And you don't really need uh, any other spellbook. Yeah. Like, Vengeance doesn't do too much at any of them. You theoretically, like, should you, like, air quotes, should use Ancients at Leviathan if you want to do the boss correctly. Oh, that's but, true. I forgot you kind of need that for that. But mechanic. then again, you could just camp Arceus and just never do the mechanic and just switch your prayers good enough. Mm -hmm. If you drop two ZCB specs and then just, like, pray swap, you'll probably kill it fast enough that you don't have to worry about it. You might get into one tick range towards the end, but just yeah. switch your prayer. I mean, yeah, just get good. I was even through even through laughing my fucking ass off uh, at the fact that it was one tick. Uh, I I mean, I was still surviving. I ended up just teleporting out because I was like, "All right, I I figured out this mechanic. Let's let's find out some yeah. more things." the The quest itself though was really fun. I I think it's like the best quest Jagex has ever made. I mean, that's what they were hyping it up to be. So yeah. I'd like to hope so. I mean, it took me over seven hours to complete. So, like, it's a really long one, but I had so much fun doing it, especially blind day of release with the boys in Discord. Um, there was one part where I had to look up a solution to a puzzle um, in the area leading up to the Duke. There's, like, a chess puzzle. And you're supposed to figure out, like, a, a combination of, uh, like, words to enter into the padlock. And I'm just like, I don't know how to solve this. A what puzzle? A chest? Yeah, there's chests and, like, a, a, a padlock on one of them. And it has, like, Okay, uh, for letters. a second, I thought you said chess, like the board game. No, chest. And I was like, that sounds sick. <laughs> no, a chess, chess puzzle, puzzle would be sick. Holy fuck. Why haven't they done that? Um, no, but it was a chest puzzle. You had to like figure out a word and then enter it onto the chest. And I couldn't figure it out. I do. I don't know where the hint is for that puzzle. I can like, I'll find or the, 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 there's a I'm paper so that you get, but I don't understand how the hint relates to the, to the chest. Um, all the other puzzles, puzzles sure were really fun. I had a good time with them. Uh, the whisperer area is way too big and you get like, for the area leading up to the Leviathan and the area leading up to uh, the Duke, you get, like, uh, staminas that are not staminas. You get, like, cells or uh, satchels of food, and it acts just like a stamina. For some reason, you don't get... hit points in prayer. Yeah, for some reason, you don't get that for the Whisperer. I'm assuming because they don't want you just, like, eating through the damage that... uh that happens to you there 
Um, but the area is so huge. E- even with the teleports, I was chugging restores. And I mean, I should have just gone back and grabbed a uh, grace hole for that section. But I was just running around in like bandos. Um, which is probably the issue, but it, it was still a fun area. It just, <laughs> it needs to be smaller or there needs to be more teleports. Shed stamp pools. Yeah. Just like drinking fountains that give you stamina. Yeah, something like that. Like, please. Any, any destiny players out there? It's like Crota's end. You know, you got the, you got to go into the darkness area. And if you stay in the dark for too long, you die. But, you know, you get yeah. to a fucking lantern or whatever, and congratulations, now you don't die. They should. Just I mean, make that's it essentially so you get... what the whisperer is. Yeah, that's kind of it... what I figured as much, because um, I think yeah. I've I've seen like the area. Uh, a it's little such bit. a cool looking area, yeah. though. I um, but like, yeah, if it's going to be kind of like that, why not just make it so like the air quote lanterns restore your stamina when you get to them? Uh, yeah, it would be nice. Uh, or at, like so the the little spoiler for the mechanic you get to like click on a pool and then you go into like the shadow realm. Oh, I love shamanism. The, the those pools should like restore your stamina or something when you enter or leave them. Or like some of it or something. I think that'd be a good way to fix it. Yeah, because they're they they released a blog um today kind of addressing some of the feedback. Uh, from the quest, but it mostly relates to like post quest stuff. Yeah, it's mostly um, about like farming this boss without the teleport is ass. What yeah. if we did this? There's a couple of fixes that are. Uh, no, all, all the fixes are post quest stuff, actually. Um, except for, I guess, the Whisperer just being bugged. She fires too many attacks sometimes. I, I never saw that. Um, but yeah, they want to add like a couple of teleports that are closer. So like, oh, and they removed the ruinous prayers. No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were, they accidentally added the ruinous prayers into the prayer guide, which is funny. Uh, they're removing that tomorrow, which is going to be like a week ago to anyone listening. So um, sad. Yeah, they're also adding uh. Two more XP lamps because people were complaining that you didn't get enough XP, despite it being a hundred thousand of any combat XP. I think that's what the a fuck? lot. Yeah, like Wait. I, I had already voted no on the fucking shit where it's like, yeah, should we make X tier of quests give you more XP? It's like, fucking no. The whole point yeah. of doing the quest is unlocking new content, not getting XP. You dumb fucks. So instead of a hundred thousand prayer XP, I'm now getting three hundred thousand. So that's gonna be nice. Maybe I checked that in the prayer. Yeah, it's pretty good. Probably prayer. Yeah, probably yeah, prayer. Like, theoretically, it would be most efficient for me to p- put it in strength so I can get 99 strength and deal more damage faster. But if I really want 99 strength, I can just go, like, sit in Nightmare, Nightmare Zone, Zone or Crabs yeah. or something. Like, Yeah, banking bones is really annoying, especially for an iron. Um, But, yeah, they also want to add uh some teleports and some agility shortcuts. So for... Vard, they want to add, uh, so the uh, mountain guide can take you just next to the rowboat that takes you to the area where you fight him, and then a fairy ring a bit further away than that. So right now, the best method to get there is Zarek's talisman to Cox, and then That's run all dumb. the way over. It's terrible. It's yeah, really it's slow. It's like a minute and a half, two minute run. Um, 
And then uh, if you don't have that, you have to run all the way from Shazian. Not true. Um, you can well, take the minecart. Okay. That sounds terrible, too. It's not great, uh, but that's how I used to get... That's how most accounts get to Chambers Okay. Um, before they have gotcha. tablet, so... Uh, and then the other one is for the Whisperer to get down to um, uh, Kemdozel. They want to add a shortcut on Ice Mountain so that uh, you can climb down from the top rather than having to run all the way around. And if you're coming from the Mind Altar uh, near the Mind Goblins, they want to add... This is a free-to-play change, so I can't wait for the free-to-play community <laughs> to just fucking lose their goddamn minds for no fucking reason. Yeah, the Mind reason. Altar one actually would affect free-to-play because the... Uh... Actually, wait, no, they, they don't no, access. It, it wouldn't really affect anything. No. But the free-to-play community is going to be like, um, well, actually, um, it, it has a significant impact on matters. <laughs> no one fucking cares. You don't pay for the game. Yeah. Your opinion literally could not matter less to the developers. Yeah, the free-to-play is... I don't care about them. They, I mean, they should get a bone every once in a while. Oh yeah, in absolutely. In terms of I, like getting new content, my but my opinion the problem is, is free to play time... doesn't necessarily need to get new content. It just needs to be a better introduction to the game, so that mm -hmm. new players will actually want to play the game literally at all. Yeah, because free to play in comparison to what you actually do in the video game sucks. It is yeah. not representative of what RuneScape is at all. There needs to be a good free to play boss. Um, but yeah, no, uh, they want to make the run from the mine altar to Kim Dozel a little bit, uh, smoother. So you just run directly there. Um, which I think is great. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, they also, uh, these are going to be cold fixed tomorrow. Um, so a week ago to anyone listening, but, uh, they also want to make it. So the, uh, there's some enemies in the area near yeah, Vardorvis. People were trolling with these. Oh my god, dude. So, okay, it's not actually people like intentionally trolling, but it feels like people are trolling. The, these enemies will gather up like 15 of them just right in front of the entrance, and then you just take like 10 to 15 damage every time you go run I to I imagine the they attack with different styles, because fucking of course they do. No, they attack with one style, but it always does 2 to 3 damage. Even if you're praying? Even if you're praying. You yeah, can't pray them. Up. Um, so they want to reduce their wander range, uh, so that they don't just form a welcome party outside of the boss lair, which thank God, I kind of wish they would just make you immune to the damage from them post quest, but I, I can understand why they don't. They also need to make it. There's these like vines that you can step on. They'll trigger the, the enemies to run at you. Please just remove the vines that are in the way. If you take the the normal route without the teletab, um, you have to, uh, you know, run up a cliff and stuff. But you don't run across any vines if you just click directly to go to the boss. If you take the teleport there, you automatically run over two vines. Why? Genius. Why? Brilliant design. Like I By try to like the teleport tablet that makes things faster you eat shit genius well, design the problem is not only do you eat shit you continually attract more and more to go uh, pile up in front of the Brilliant. shortcut you had to take to get to the boss yeah 
So yeah, it's just that like seems pretty. Why? That, that seems like a lack of playtesting. Yeah. Like, if you're being a courteous person, you, like, step around it, but you waste ticks doing that. So people aren't doing that because they just want to go kill the boss. Yeah, obviously. I'm just going to And they don't really care about shooting an angler. Yeah. Yeah. Also, you know, this will be out by the time people listen, but the I I thought this was going to be a little bit longer. We're getting the Awakened versions tomorrow. Yeah, that's wild. Um, Tomorrow, tomorrow? Like, literally tomorrow, tomorrow. Yeah. Wow. Uh, the twenty eighth of July. Yeah, it's they, the twenty seventh right now. When they were polling it, they were like, "Yeah, we're going to spend a lot of time, you know, considering the mechanics." That was a fucking lie. They already knew what they were going to do. Those stupid motherfuckers. Otherwise, they wouldn't be releasing it already. Yeah, they also said in the the release blog for the quest that uh, we weren't going to be getting that for a bit. They're like, "To be determined when this is coming out." And it's just like, oh, yeah, by the way, it's coming out tomorrow. Yeah, those motherfuckers definitely already had that shit, like, 90% done. Mm-hmm. And they were just like, oh, shit, we should pull these. I mean, to be fair, you could already see, like, where some of these uh, mechanics oh, are going to yeah, come obviously. from. Like, you know, I I actually kind of struggle to think how Duke's going to be changed. But the other ones I can easily Levi- see. Leviathan's just going to be one tick attack speed the whole time. <laughs> That'd be so yeah, fucking I'm funny. really excited to see how they they do these um i've i've gotten one orb drop i just sold it one tick sold it 2.7 mil right in my bank only 2.7 um, wow for a one-time use attempt to fight the boss that's a lot of money i mean yeah but on day of release like i would expect uh, i just sold be it some today ludicrous oh today okay. it was it was cheaper day of release not wild yeah uh it went up in price because uh people are buying it now that it actually got announced I guess that makes um, some sense. The the rings are going for like three hundred to f- uh seven hundred mil. I mean, yeah, because they're rare as fuck. Yeah, Virtus seems to be going like three hundred mil. Um, er- everything's really expensive except for like the chromium ingots and the teleports. I think I the chromium's like one mil or something. Is um is Soul Reaper Axe untradeable? It is until you get all four pieces. Okay. I don't know if any have been sold yet. Yeah, I guess it would possibly make sense for none of them. I don't know, man. It feels like that should be like the most common drop outside of like the chromium ingots. Yeah. Um, I'm not seeing any sold yet. Whack. So I, like, the I don't know how much good, right? Yeah. And theoretically, it would be good at both of those bosses where um, Slash is good because... From from my understanding of its use cases, it's basically kind of an area between, um, like Sailor and Scythe. It kind of like it kind of fills a little bit of a gap there for where you would use Scythe. You can use this; it's pretty good. So it theoretically would be pretty good at those ones. I think it'll be really good at Vardorvis. Um, you do a lot of just standing in place, smacking the boss, waiting to dodge things, and the time between you hitting the boss and uh you know waiting is short enough that you can just keep up the soul reaper the entire time same with uh i think it'll also be really good at uh duke uh the slash accuracy is probably high enough that it's fine i don't know what scythe's slash accuracy is yeah uh, i compared. don't know uh, i don't know the numbers but i just know that it's like 
not as like good as a scythe slash, in top, for example. More. But it's better than I think. I think it's proven to be better than like having a salad blade. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm really excited to to see people using that at the new bosses. You know, shout out to Jagex for making such a good quest, and like all the bosses are really good except for Duke. Um, and I I I'm excited to start grinding out some of the other bosses once I get. Uh, the drops that I'm looking for from uh, Vardorvis. I want to just camp that until I get the ring. Yeah, my plan is to just fucking full send Leviathan after I do the quest and just Mm -hmm. get the ranged ring because ranged is by far my strongest combat style and it has been for basically the entirety of my account's existence. Oh, I'm one tick selling that ring, dude. I have upgrades and shit I want to buy. Yeah, I can't really do that, so yoink. How much much range strength does it give? Is it just Uh, like two? No, I think it's like plus twelve or something. It's the it's the Venator. It has it's like Venator ring, right? Yeah. No, that's oh the the ranged one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that one's plus two. With a yeah, plus, plus ten accuracy. Yeah, it's yeah. it's you know it's better. It's it has uses, right? As opposed to um, uh, Archer's ring, which is like practically useless. Um. Yeah, this one theoretically can actually give you max hit. Mm-hmm. I feel like it should have just been. I mean, I I know that I think uh, avarice is plus six, so like theoretically wearing this and avarice at the same time is guaranteed two max hits. So like cool, I guess. But I don't know. Yeah, I feel like it should have been plus four, range strength. Maybe you cowards. I I think they should could have like moved around some mage strength a little bit as well gave made the magus magus ring uh you know plus four and instead of the plus two that it is plus two is pretty good though um for me it's not bad yeah uh because that's the same amount as cape so yeah but for how much it's going to be going for yeah that's fair i guess a a ring slot that one they have to be fucking careful about right now though because funny fucking uh shadow shadow moment And I guess the same is also true of Venator Ring, but it's not percentage-based. It's just raw strength. So yeah, I feel like you can be less careful with that. Have you seen the pets, by the way? Uh, I saw the sprite, the inventory sprite for the the little Leviathan. That is all. Okay, I'm going to post a couple in uh, our, our chat here. Um... It's gonna spoil what the bosses look like. Okay, I'll I'll only post one. Um, I think I know what uh, Duke looks like as well. So it's the yeah. Duke. <laughs> he looks very silly. Yeah, he's so silly. I love him. He's a little guy. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's like a he doesn't really look like the actual boss. I mean, he kind of he, 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 he bears a resemblance. Boss. Yeah, yeah. And uh, one second, I have a an emote to put in chat. Uh, Someone made this uh, for Petscape, and it's so good. Oh, yeah. I've seen people using that email. GM Baron. <laughs> that was pretty good. Um, I feel all like... the pets, by the way, as well have, or not all of them, two of them have emotes they can do. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. The Whisperer and uh, the uh, Vardorvis pets have, like, emotes that they can do. They're the second and third pets in the game to have emotes. Wait, one of them already has one? Technically, which Triara pet has an emote. What? No way. When you speak to it, 
it dies. It does the dying animation. Oh, that's funny. Because you you do the the bird is the word thing, and you just like your character is just annoying like that, and mm. then and then Criara Junior just dies. Just gets so sick of your shit that he just dies. Yeah, no. Th- there's like a right click emote option on them. Yeah, which is why I said technically they're the second and third. Interesting. There might be other pets that I don't know of that also do like a, an animation when spoken to. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I, I know that one off the top of my head because I have Cree Pet in League. So Neat. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm excited to hear you uh, from you when you finish the quest, though. Yeah. Um, I, I would say hopefully we'll talk about that next week, but I don't think that will happen. No. Um, next week's going to be interesting. Yeah, so a, a little uh, teaser for the next two episodes we're doing. Um, our next guest that we're having on, if you know things go as planned, uh, is going to be Hanani. So look forward to that. And then uh, after that, uh, we're going to be recording with uh, Try Too Hard For You and uh, Rakeen for a uh, desert-themed episode. I, I don't think we're going to talk about the desert too much. Maybe we are. I, I mean, don't know. Yeah, it's... I'll be honest. I I've played uh, from time to time with Try, mm-hmm. um, very rarely. But like sometimes I'm also in chat with him. I don't think I've spoken to Rakeen ever, and I don't watch either of their videos. Um, because I, does I Try really too watch. hard make videos? I thought he just I, plays the account. I, I, he used I don't to stream. Know. Yeah, but he hasn't I think that's what while. I'm thinking of. Is he he used to stream? Because I remember Caveman used to rate him. Yeah. Uh, Rakeen does stream though, and he also does YouTube. Yeah. Um, but you know, both awesome guys, and I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, Rakeen also was just on, uh, the. Oh God, what 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 podcast was it? One second. Runescape White Guy Podcast Number Sixty Nine. Hmm. Uh, I don't think they put out the episode for it. I bet by the time this episode goes up, that episode will be up. Yeah, give me one second. Uh, a second has passed, by the way. Okay. Uh, yeah, Rakeen is going to be on uh, the McHomie cast, or the McHomie hour. Um, so if you want to listen to that, I'm sure that's probably out by now. If not, then, uh, I don't know, wait another week. Uh, but yeah, no. Uh, Hanani and then Rakeen and trying too hard for you after that. I'm really looking forward to those. Yeah, I, I've watched I've watched very few of Hanani's videos. Um, I remember I watched her uh, two tactique guide because I just saw that Hanani made a two tactique guide and I was like, huh? Uh, because that's not the normal type of content <laughs> yeah. that Hanani makes. So I was like, what the fuck is this? Um, she has a lot of like guides and you never know if the guide's going to be serious or not. Sometimes it is. Yeah. Uh, I think it's mostly like her older videos though. Gotcha. Uh, anything else about the quest you want to talk about or anything else you've done this week? I don't, I don't think I really did anything else. Uh, I started doing Serb actually. How's Um, that going? I mean, it's not as terrible as I thought it would be. It's just boring. It's not like 
actively slam my face against the keyboard. I hate this. It's just I lame. hate that boss. It's I just, think it's shit. I just I think it's bad, don't get me wrong. But it's not like it doesn't infuriate me. I'm just like, wow, this kind of sucks. But I guess I'll I do know. it because it gives me a good boot upgrade, but only mm-hmm. one Jagex. Only one of them are good. What if we change True. that? Um, anyways. Uh, yeah, the problem I have with Serb right now is that my prayer point maximum is like 78. Mm-hmm. And you just so have you just to, get smited every time. Just literally fucking every time I do the boss. Yeah. And it's just, it's so fucking annoying. You could do the caveman method of just t- intentionally tanking one of the hits, but yeah, you're just eating like a 30 or whatever it is. Yeah, which like, is fine most of the time Mm -hmm. and sometimes i do it on accident because i think i have i thought i had enough prayer points to be able to do it but i like run out of prayer points because i'm still praying piety and then it's like oh cool i took a 30 this is so awesome this is a fun boss it's just it's not it's not a good boss no a lot of the early bosses are pretty ass to be honest yeah the, the older boss design is pretty bad. Um, their idea of difficulty back then was to just punish you for doing anything um, or to just try and deal as much damage as possible just because and have no actual mechanics. Just haha, the boss deals damage. Mm-hmm. It's just lame design. Um, it's not interesting. Yeah. The, the newer bosses, uh, Desert Treasure 2 bosses, I imagine specifically, they're just way more exciting. There's more actually happening. There's things you have to interact yeah. with rather than just being like, ooh, I need to click on my resources because the boss did the thing that deals prayer drain or health drain. Yeah, you can um, negate most of the damage you take at like the bosses. I think Rodorvis, you take guaranteed chip damage. I think the Duke, you can negate the damage for the most part. I think you take a bit of chip. Um you're probably going to take some damage. No, you do take chip at uh, uh, Leviathan. Um, I think between orb phases, when he summons the rocks, I believe that does chip damage. Okay. And then I think you actually can take no damage at the Whisperer. I could be wrong about that. Yeah, I, I wouldn't know. I need I need to do more KC. I don't, I don't remember. Uh, I, need to finish I, the I, I woke up at 2 a.m., and started the quest at 3 a.m. when it dropped. So I, like, the entire day was a fever dream. Yeah, that's um, And uh, I haven't really done it post uh, the day of. So, you know, I was very tired, so I don't really r- recall too well. Yeah. One thing that I also want to mention about the quest is that very beginning part where you, you kill the, the, the golem. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you go find the destroyed golem and you do the little puzzle there. That puzzle was good. Uh, was yeah. Um, but then you get to, uh, you get a text box. You can enter anything you want. Mm-hmm. What kind of stupid bullshit do you think they hid in there? There's a lot of stuff in there. Actually, there's, I've seen there's a some lot Reddit of posts. I, I, I tried a lot of names. I sat there mm-hmm. for like an hour trying names from the lore. I might go back there because I think you can go back post quest and start I imagine you can, stuff. yeah. Um, so I might go do that later because I think that'd be fun. Yeah, I sat there for like an hour. Most of the, 
admittedly it's kind of disappointing most of the um like if you enter like you know uh Saradaman or Zamorak or mm. you know the names of like if you enter like you can enter Vigora for example um most of the entries are kind of like nothing they don't really say much or they say like one sentence so it's kind of lame yeah but it's it's kind of cool to like put in names and like actually get something back i tried to put in the name of um the uh the justiciar justiciar of the owl mm-hmm. and i think I, I was really hoping that would work because I want to know more about the Justiciers, but I think they're after that time. I believe they are post Zaros uh, time frame because I believe all of the the Mauritania shit happens under Zamorak's reign. Um, so I I know if you enter in horse, you get some funny text. Oh yeah. Um, but I I, I I'd be interested in entering in more stuff and just seeing what you get yeah i have to i i have to imagine that there's probably like some foreshadowing about some of mm-hmm. the things you can enter and like their plans for the the old school versions of the storyline surely they have planted some seeds i would imagine but they're probably kind of buried under like some obscure names surely this week uh you know i've been up to some stuff in game and out of game uh, my brother's staying with us for a little bit, uh, so I've been doing a little bit more cooking than I usually do. And let him cook. Yeah, let him cook. Uh, today I made for dinner uh, bison uh, steak with uh, sautéed mushrooms and sautéed spinach. Very delicious. That is that hits close to home because our freezer is currently full of bison because Dude, my dad bison went bison hunting. Slaps. I, I never had it one. before. It was really good. Um, yeah, I, I overcooked it a bit because I didn't turn my uh, stove as hot as I probably fair. should have. I, I don't cook steak ever. Um, but I basted it in butter with uh, rosemary and thyme uh, and you know salt, pepper. Delicious. Um, the The mushrooms I cooked with some olive oil and uh some uh some herbs i don't remember what herb i used um and then soy sauce and it was good and then i just cooked the spinach in the same pan after the mushrooms were done um i've also been i my grocery store had like a sale for like this big bag of uh frozen shrimp buy one get one free and i was like oh shit that's a lot of shrimp for uh it was twenty dollars worth of shrimp and I, I bought two bags, so I got $20 of free shrimp. And uh, so a couple days this week, we've had... Uh, I made a chipotle mayo, uh, and I cooked the the shrimp in it. Cook, uh, heated up some corn tortillas on the on the flat top and added in some, uh, some guac, uh, some quick pickled onions, uh, and I have like a... Uh, a bunch of uh, hot peppers that I uh, diced up and added to the top. Very good. Yeah, I remember your roommate had offhandedly mentioned that there was one night where you were cooking something, and he said it, he he it just smelled awful. Dude, I don't know what he's on about. It smelled fine. I don't know what night he was referring to, so I don't know what you would have been cooking. It, but... it was the same. It was what I was just describing. Oh, he said it smelled really fishy, and I'm like, I don't know how it smelled fishy. Like, 
it, yes. maybe the shrimp smelled fishy to him, but... Did you, like, leave a bag of the shrimp open? Maybe that? No. That... The shrimp were... I, I cooked the shrimp from frozen, and I put them back in the freezer. Yeah, I don't know, man. Weirdo. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, good food. And uh, I also got a 99 farming this week. Or last week. Finally. One of these weeks. Yeah. I didn't get the pet, though. Scam game. Sucks. Yeah. Listen, so. man, I didn't get any pets on my main when I got 99s. But I have, like, all of those pets on my iron, <laughs> excluding agility pet. But I, haven't, I... I haven't gone for 99 agility yet, so. Speaking See. of agility pet, I am currently working on agility. Um, I'm almost 95. I've been doing some sepulcher. I finally figured it out. I've done some looting of the the grand coffin. Just click gooder. Yeah. Um. I usually can get to the grand coffin in time. Every once in a while, I don't make it, and that's just because I'm bad. But I finally got the ring. Um. So that's gonna that's helped a little bit. Uh. I I think it I would have had an easier time if I built up to floor five instead. I just like. Yeah. Did like two runs to floor four. It's worth got it's, another level. That's and why then I told you it was it. it was worth doing floor four until you have like maybe just the ring and like some of the yeah uh, hallowed instruments. To to anyone listening, go do Sepulchre like when you can access floor four. It's worth it. Yeah, once you get to floor four, it becomes mostly worth it. I'd say do floor four until you have all of the uh, hallowed instruments, including the ring. Mm-hmm. And then just do whatever you want until you unlock floor five, which can be more sepulcher. I mean, you you get stuff it's good doing XP. sepulcher, so it's still good. But like, if you'd rather go back to doing rooftops, it's understandable. Yeah. I'm doing rooftops right now just because we're recording. Um, but when I'm trying to like actively do agility, I'm doing sepulcher. I speaking of not wanting to train skills, I I want to I was it's want to train prayer because I want to do mm-hmm. serb. I I gotta go train fire making because I want the <laughs> I want the stupid fucking zealots outfit because mm-hmm. yeah sure whatever it isn't worth it I don't fucking care I'm gonna get it eventually because I'm a collection log enjoyer so I might as well get it when it's actually relevant yeah. I mean, it's not like totally irrelevant. It's fine. Um, I yeah, wish it I saved just, a little bit more. I just don't more. want to go to Winter Todd. Fucking goddamn it! If I was post max, I'd join you at Winter Todd. But you know, I want to grind boss or I want to max. So. Oh, I don't want to fucking cold seep bone. Yeah, it's Sucks. gonna be rough at your HP level too. I have cape at least. Uh, HP cape? Yeah. I guess that helps a little bit, but... Like, it's better than being, like, 90 HP and not having cape. Because mm-hmm. the extra 9 hit points don't really make a difference. But now you have yeah. cape, so... Yeah. What if they made the boss not suck? Wouldn't that be cool? That would be cool. That'd be pretty awesome, I think. Almost as cool as our break. Uh, stay tuned. Uh, when we get back, we're probably going to talk about the final sailing uh, blog, the epic, integration cool. lore. And this week's episode uh, was brought to you by the Duke, who knew our pet was British.
This uh, episode was also sponsored by um, Heavy Team Fortress 2. Um, you can have a sandwich. It's just for you. So we have a the final blog here, adding a new skill, sailing integration and lore. And uh they kind of just talk about like how they want to integrate sailing into the game world and like make it feel like it's not just a mini game in terms of like it being a separate part of the game. Um so uh, maybe you can kick us off, Bird. With uh, we we probably don't need like the the lore stuff at the beginning. Yeah, I mean we can run through it a little bit. Basically, they do like a little brief history of sailing, where they're like, yeah, you know, maybe you guys just uh, obtained the ability to sail as players, but actually, you know, sailing's a, a thing that just people have been doing. And yeah, we are making that a part of the lore now, because I mean, obviously. Yeah, they want to add like a a quest to like get you introduced. I don't know if the quest is going to be required to do sailing. Yeah, uh, as part of the survey you could do. Um, I think that there was a question about this that was like, should it be required or how do you feel about? It? I don't remember how the wording was, but mm-hmm. I, I tried to answer in such a way that I was like, yeah, I think it's fine that they add a quest, but it should be something akin to like you know father's abode or um uh poor scene of interest where it's like yeah you can do this quest and it is beneficial to you to do this quest in order to start your journey of x skill but you you don't don't have have to. to yeah yeah it's probably the best way to do it i'd imagine i don't um, i don't need fucking more unique iron men fucking playing exception scape and being like all right guys i'm gonna i'm gonna go do fucking uh druidic ritual because i need herb lore because fucking mm-hmm. obviously i need herb lore and i'm gonna go do fucking uh, voyage begins because i want to be able to do sailing it's like yeah no one cares man yeah just, so just let people sail if you do that they say that you're gonna get the basic ship um there might be another way to get the basic ship or like other ships without doing the quest, but I'm not so sure. Um, and I'm sure they're going to take feedback on that as well. Yeah, we'll see. Um, they also want to move some stuff around in the ocean. Specifically... I, uh, I thought for sure they wouldn't do this. I think in the, there is an episode of the podcast where we discuss this. I believe I pretty confidently said that I was sure that they'd move at least some stuff. Um, yeah. and they now have plans to, um, well, they don't have plans to, but it, you know, it's a, a, an open suggestion that they're like, what do you guys think about us moving specifically stuff kind of near Karamja and between Karamja and the desert and like where Crandor is because yeah. that area is very, very crowded. I mean, um, it's the, the first area that they ever made. Yeah. It, it's RuneScape. So- it is the first like RuneScape area. So yeah. So Tutorial Island, uh, they want to move. They also want to move um the Tempros Cove, uh, just so that area is a little bit more open. Um, 
I don't know if they said they want to move anything else. I, I think those are the only two areas they really talked about. The Port Salem Bay, basically. Yeah. Um... They do say we, uh, we'd we like to leave Temporos Cove where it is for now, uh, but turn it into a barrier between this, the relatively safe shallows and the deeper ocean by adding a storm that requires ship upgrades, blah, blah, blah. Oh, okay. I misunderstood when I read through yeah. it. Uh, mostly they just want to move to Toriel Island, just like yeet it somewhere else entirely, not like adjust its positioning. Fine. They just want to like yeet it. I mean, it's cool that you can see Tutorial Island from like various points on the map, but, you know, it doesn't make it ton of yeah, sense it, to be like super attached to where it is and it, yeah and it doesn't really make a difference where it is yeah because from tutorial island as a beginning player you probably haven't turned up your render distance in the game mm-hmm. so you can't see the mainland anyways yeah so it doesn't make a huge ton of difference and while yes it is kind of like sacrilege to be like or oh, you know we can't adjust the you know the found the founding pillars of the game that these things have been there for who cares yeah who cares who cares as long um, as it's still on the map i don't want it to be instance i want it to be somewhere um really those are the only islands i think they should really need to move too much i wouldn't mind it if like karamja went south a bit yeah they could maybe move karamja south have that area open up a little but i I think it could work. They with could what get they away without there. it, but like I think it yeah. could be beneficial to crank Karamja a little bit south. Yeah. Um Yeah, that way like Crandor has a little bit more space to breathe and they could have like Apatol and uh the Void Knight stuff a little bit further away. Yeah, but obviously the, the map engine for old school is most likely jank alongside every other development tool for old school that exists yeah expect if they do this all the teleports are going to be broken for like 24 hours (laughs) yeah probably not all of them but there will probably be like some some niche teleports from like quests or from like Mm -hmm. obscure items that would just that they forgot about and just don't teleport you right place yeah like fucking teleport you to the middle of the ocean the tutorial island locked now in the ocean only iron men you know you, tutorial island moves they forget to move all the player data over as well so you yeah, log in out. on an account that was on tutorial island and now you're just in the middle of the ocean and you can't home deli or anything so you're just stuck there or alternatively right they think about that so they're like okay we're gonna make it so that if we detect players there they get teleported to tutorial island and then somebody just like mm. sails to those tiles and then just gets teleported to Tutorial <laughs> Island. Yeah, I mean I'm sure they're gonna think of all that. Like they're they're probably probably thinking about that. So Yeah, hopefully they have it under control, but there's usually some like weird shit that happens, so Yeah. Um They also talk about like how they want to integrate ports and stuff into the sailing. One thing that I think is briefly worth talking about here, um, mm. you can see the entire map of Zaya on this art. Uh, oh, I didn't mention this earlier, but with the release of Desert Treasure 2, they actually have Val- Varlamore now on the map. Yeah, You I... can't see it in the game map, but on the website for the game map, it is visible. Oh, interesting. So, 
what what's the website for it? It's a uh... here you go. So Varlamore is there in a uh, beta state, um, and you can see it if you go to osrs.world. Um, it's like a 3D version of the map, which is really cool. You can see like mobs and stuff moving around on it. Um, I wonder if it takes data straight from one of the game worlds. Maybe, but you can see. Let's see. Uh, oh yeah, Varlamore. You can just. That's interesting. I've never used this website before. It's very interesting. Yeah, there's like structures and stuff. It looks like a big coliseum. I think this is taken from like general tractors um idea or something right um i don't know i don't think so this looks similar to his i believe okay no sorry it is zigzag Siegel, his idea for varlamore which i will also link in the description um it's not obviously one-to-one -one, but you know you can see some <laughs> Stuff that looks very similar. I am looking forward to it. Uh, oh no. General Tractor also has a similar idea. Which I will also link. I don't know. It, it looks like a mixture of both of them. The big arena that you can see on the map here is similar to one General Tractor had. So, maybe. Yeah, we'll see, I guess. Uh, they were working directly with General Tractor for a little bit there, so... Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if he had some, like, input on uh, what they were doing or something. This is a really cool website. I've never messed around with the site before. Yeah, it's very interesting. Um, anyways, back to the podcast, your regularly scheduled uh, podcast. Uh, I don't know how I'm going to edit around that. We'll see what I end up doing. Good luck. Um, but yeah, no, Varlamore is now in the game, kind of, sort of, in a unfinished state, which I don't know if they intended to have that there. Probably not. But I am really excited to see what they do, because that means that we're probably getting it within, you know, we're probably getting it soon. Um, you know, it's sooner than I was expecting. I thought we were going to have to wait like a year for it. Yeah, we'll see, I guess. Um, yeah. I was definitely expecting it to just like never show up to the game. So That's true. That's entirely fair. <laughs> um, I was expecting some uh, Fossil Island. We set up some more and we're going to forget about it now later. Dude, I wish they'd do some stuff with Fossil Island. Uh. Yeah, no, but uh, they won't, they're moving stuff in the ocean. Ports are going to be like a place where you do things. So like they want all the ports in the game to um, to be like hubs for sailing. So like you uh, start off in a in a port to do anything. You're you can uh, get like quests there or tasks is, is what they call them. Uh, you can trade with merchants, you can hire crew, you can customize your ship, do all that stuff at the port. Um, and if you're looking for players to be on your ship as part of your crew, I imagine that's where you're going to do it. Yeah, I imagine people will be port. chilling there, you know. Yeah, pro I am. 
and you'd... I'd have to imagine it would be. I imagine uh, Port it... Serum is I, like yeah. going to be the. the hot I imagine spot. Uh, the way it'll actually work when somebody joins your crew is they just like. This was a question I had. I asked in the survey is like, if I walk onto someone's ship, am I immediately a part of their crew, or can I just like be I, on I someone's ship? It's an interface to do so. Right, like I, I, a I don't know. Thing, I don't know, but they also talk about like uh, other NPCs as your crew, um, which I don't know how I feel about having like unique quest NPCs and stuff as your crew. Like I think it's or Slayer funny. Masters. They they specify Vanica, uh, Zar Ket Ka, Ka. I don't know who that is. I think that might be the uh, guy you can teleport to with the uh, achievement diary cape. Um, but Elena and then Evil Dave, and they all have different requirements to be able to recruit them as, um, as crewmates. I don't know how I feel about it. It's kind of funny. Um, like it would be weird to have like Duradel or Vanica as like a crew member. Yeah, that's a little odd. Um, yeah. I I was expecting them to be like, okay, so these particular NPCs can be, uh, you know, just like a crewmateable npcs um but i was not expecting them to just be like yeah what if there was just like some fucking we, we just like any of them just fucking wacky shit you know um, yeah i was expecting it to be Evil. npcs that would like you'd already kind of expect to be sailing type yeah. npcs yeah like any of the pirates from the pirate cross line or um or like any of the other npcs you've done sailing stuff with like ned or whatever his name is um i think that'd be fine but evil dave for some reason feels fine to me i don't know why i feel like he'd be down to go sailing with me but vanica and random czar i don't know that just feels weird yeah they've got shit to do i don't know it seems a little odd yeah um the death system that they talk about is interesting um hardcores should die i don't care <laughs> fuck hardcores <laughs> kill them yeah so you don't die if your ship dies um you you have to actually like die die i think right yeah you can um, be damaged individually on your ship yeah so if you die while on your ship uh, that's still a death but if your um if your ship is sunk or otherwise incapacitated, but I think the only method at which that happens is sunk right now, uh, yeah. you just like go unconscious and wake up. I assume at like a port or like mm-hmm. maybe somewhere near the mainland. Yeah, I don't think ship deaths should count as a normal death. Probably um, not. I just hate hardcores. Yeah, based. Um. But, yeah, if if you die on your ship, your ship probably, like, just stays in the ocean and you have to get it via, like, one of the spells that we've talked about or one of the NPCs that can do, like, ship retrieval. I still um, want to so know. Be, like, paying a death coffer fee, but instead it's to an NPC yeah. to retrieve your ship. I still want to know if um if I take a bunch of people out of my ship and then I just, like, tab out, what happens? Yeah. That's a good question. Is it going to be like 
chambers as Eric, where you can like recruit people to be able to, or like not recruit, but um, rank people to be able to to take over your ship in the event you DC, or is everyone just going to get kicked out? Like, what's going to happen? Like, that would kind of suck if, like, you know, someone's captaining the ship and you're doing, like, some kind of, like, let's say, the, hypothetically, this will probably happen. Let's say there's a boss fight that you can do while you're on your ship, right? Mm-hmm. And you have a crew of people that are, you know, manning your ship, and then you're the captain, you disconnect. It would kind of suck if everybody else just, like, gets kicked out of that boss fight because your internet connection was not stable. That'd be boring. Yeah. That would suck. Yeah, I can't imagine it will kill everyone on the ship because that would suck. Um, I I really hope it. You can just like let other people captain your ship if you DC. Um, but then at that point, right? Like, you know, if if you get DC'd and someone else gets to take control of your ship, well, they can just they, kill your they ship? can just like troll now. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that's why it'd be. Yeah, that's like, why it should be like Cox. rankable, but still. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um, maybe an NPC could take over or something. Yeah, we'll, but we'll then if you're doing like do. a boss, maybe the NPC fucking sucks or is better. And then at that point, maybe you're farming like, you know, you have your 99 sailing alt that has like the fucking cracked ass ship, but he just fucking logs out because the NPC is fucking cracked at sailing for the uh, boss fight. And like paths perfectly or some shit like. Yeah, I don't know. Um, speaking of like crew and stuff, you know they talk they talk about like hardcore deaths and group hardcore deaths and what that would be like on a ship, but they also bring up like Iron Man being able to board other people's ship, and in the blog they go, "Oh no, we don't we don't think you should be able to board other people's ships." But then there's a change log, and the change log is. Uh, we wimped out, and uh, Iron Man can get now go on other people's ships, and that's how it should be. That's how it should be. I I think so. Um, like, listen, all right. I they, they I made a big deal about letting Iron Man into other people's POHs a while ago, right? You can't like do stuff there, but like you can at least hang out. You should at least be able to hang out on other people's ships, whether or not you can like access new content, but. As long as you're, like, interacting with the ship to get XP, you should be able to get XP, even if it's on someone else's ship. Yeah, maybe they could do, like, a system where, you know, you need to have that, that the ability to use that thing unlocked already, obviously. Um, and, yeah. like, maybe you need to have it built on your ship, but that probably starts getting too complicated. I mean, I imagine for most of the things you can interact with on a ship you're probably going to be able to do it at like level one i can't imagine they'll be like you can't interact with sail rigging until level five i mean maybe you can't interact with like certain types of cannons until you're the right sailing Mm. level or something yeah it's true maybe i mean i imagine that'll just apply to like all players though like a a level one sailing person can't just board anyone's ship and use the dragon fire cannon you know like you you regardless of iron man status you probably have to have that level i'd imagine and like my my issue that i had with like you know the big problem here is that if iron men are able to board other players ships they can quite literally be carried wherever they need to go bypassing content on the way dude fucking mains boost iron men all the fucking time 
That's yeah. just like a part of being like Let's EHP Iron Man. Happen. Yeah. I like, mean, like Lake's hardcore right now is, you know, he's done with Chambers of Zarek because they boosted the shit out of it to get every single unique except for the the Elder Mole, which, you know, who cares yeah, like, about the Elder Mole? I, like the dude finished the content in like a month. I personally frown upon it because I think it's just a boring way to play the game. Why the fuck did you yeah. even play Iron Man at that point? I don't understand. Mm-hmm. But I don't really mind that it's an option. Like, whatever. Who cares? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I I think they'll. It's a, it's a real exclamation point icy well. moment, you know? Like <laughs> true. At That's a end, reference that only me and you are going to get. At the end of the day, like, Iron Man mode in and of itself is like a made-up game mode. Yeah. So they can put as many restrictions into the game as they want to try and keep the integrity. But there's always going to be some way for people to break that integrity. And because it's a made-up mm-hmm. game mode, man, who really even gives a shit? Just play the game how you want to. Those restrictions I mean, just kind of keep you in line. It's like people that, like tell me i'm a main therefore like my account doesn't matter because i could you know buy stuff on the ge or uh pay real money for gold or uh you know do x y or z you know i could do you know boost my account via x number of methods it's like i don't care dude i play the account how i want and i feel satisfied playing it i don't really care how other people perceive it if you play an Iron Man, if you don't want to do sailing with other people, then don't do sailing with other people. But just remember, um, if you're a Green Helm, this doesn't apply to you. You don't get an opinion. That's true. That's um, not really that true. But I think of any listen, game mode, I look down the most on Green Helms. It's just, yeah, Green Helms are weird. I just don't get why it has to be so. I mean, I understand why it is what it is, but it's weird that you can, like, degrade any Iron Man into a Green Helm, but you can't become a main um, if you've already, like, locked yourself in. Yeah, it's pretty odd. Yeah. Anyways, more sailing stuff. Um, They talk about, like, how they thematically want to prevent players from going to quest-locked areas. And they, you know, kind of talk about the main ones. Lunar Diplomacy, the Moon Clan mages just teleport you and your ship away. The Even though it's not pirates. how it works in the quest. Yeah. But doing the thing that happens in the quest probably would be not feasible. But we talked about this another time. And also yeah, and that only happens because that ship... That only happens because that ship is, like, hexed or whatever. There's, like, yeah, the little while, symbols like, you have to rub the... off. What happens is, like, the ship gets, like, turned around constantly, right? It just yeah. goes in circles. It just okay. goes in a circle. You always end up back yeah. at your port, and they're like, how did we get here? Um, yeah, that wouldn't be feasible. Yeah, it would just... Unless they want to add non-Euclidean yeah, geometry to, say, to unless, the game. I was going to say the same thing, <laughs> which should be fucking hilarious, but... It would be. Engine work but, or something. Yeah. Um, the pirates, they'll shoot at you with their cannons. The monkey madness archers will shoot arrows at you. And then um, Elvark will uh, steer you away from Crandor with being a dragon, you know? Um, I can't wait to not experience any of this because I've already done all these quests. Yeah. I, you know, I I have a quest cape, so I won't experience any of this either. But it'll be funny. Um, 
And they also talk about, like, for some areas, you might need, like, a special facility to be able to go there. For, like, the Isle of Stone specifically, they talk about needing, uh, like, a mirror figurehead to be able to go near the basilisks without them just, like, destroying you or your ship. Um, which, you know, makes sense. If there's, like, too many of those, that could be annoying because it's, like... All right. If you want to sail in this area, you have to replace all of your facilities to be weird things. Or even if it's just like one, like each unique facility, uh, like, you know, you need a figurehead for this and a sail for that. And it's like, okay, then by the time you have all the quests done and your ship is max upgraded, all of your facilities are just the things you need to be able to go to quest locked areas and then everyone's ship looks yeah, the same and also kind of boring and also like you can't equip like any like you know actually interesting customizations that would make yeah. your ship more useful you just have to have those ones because you don't want to fucking get fucked every time you go near a quest area like having the the mirror figurehead might be kind of bad in that regard because like everyone's just going to run that if they want to sail in that area. Um, which would kind of be boring to look at. So maybe, like, you know, there's many different figureheads that could have a mirror. Like, you have a mermaid that's holding a mirror, or the, the serpent with the mirror in its mouth, or, uh, you know, ways to integrate mirrors into multiple figureheads. Uh, there's at least some customization, but that's a lot of models to make, so I can't imagine they'll do that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, just make it so that uh, you just have a separate mirror model and a uh, and the the model of like the what the fuck is the thing on the front we were just literally talking about? Figurehead. Figurehead. You just have like figurehead models that are capable of slotting a mirror model into part of their model. Yeah, I think that'd be the best way to do it. I hope we get a lot of customization with these ships. I want it to be like Sea of Thieves, where everyone just has a cool ship that looks unique to them. But uh, I can understand why we might not get that. Because it's a lot of model work and a lot of uh, unique stuff to do. With maybe not a lot of payoff. We'll see. I don't know. Reskins aren't that hard. Remodels are hard, but... Like, yeah, at the very least, I should be able to do some fucking wild shit with my sails. Just let me put what the fuck I want on there. Yeah. Uh, of all the things to let us customize, please let us customize the sails. And, like, um, we should be able to have a flag on top, like how pirates always fly. Like, you know, mm-hmm. they got their Jolly Roger yeah, once, they, once they decide that they're fucking going pirate mode. Yeah. Um, they also talk about, like, in terms of quests, uh, a couple of other things. They want to change Bone Voyage and Cabin Fever to, like, use sailing instead of the really shitty interfaces that they use in the the quests. Um, and that could be cool. I didn't think they would do this, but they want to change the quests, and they want to make them give you sailing XP. So that could be cool. I I, I don't know why. I had it in my head that, like, Jagex would never go back and retroactively change quests to fit a new skill. Yeah, like well... Like, in my head, They it was changed quests be... to fit modern PC standards. That's true. So, 
I don't know. I just like couldn't see them like. I'm still going pissed about back. fucking uh, recruitment drive. Yeah, that was boring. That one's such a lame change. That that one always just felt so iconic to me, and I didn't think that it was particularly intrusive for like I'm be honest, when gender you said identity PC standards. I thought you meant like computer standards. No, yeah, no, I meant <laughs> political correctness standards. And like, gotcha, didn't they gotcha. change? Are all the Ollies still named Ollie during the quest? During the quest, yes, but post quest, I think they changed their names. I could be wrong about that. I think I think you're right because I also seem to remember it that way. Um, which makes sense because they no longer need to have their names be Ollie because I think they're doing it to like try to scam someone, right? I yeah, uh, like inherit money or something, something like that. I don't remember. I don't know. Um. I don't know. I think it's fine. I don't really. I mean, yeah, I I don't really have room to speak as a you know white male. It's, but like, it was funny. There was a joke involved at least. It wasn't just being mildly racist for the sake of being mildly racist. Yeah, I can understand why people might be a little offended by it, but. Yeah, I don't think it's like the worst thing that RuneScape does. RuneScape has some yeah, there's some fucking sure. weird shit. <laughs> um, but moving on from all of that, um, there's sailing lore stuff. They have like different factions. They talk about the Tortugans, the turtle people. Yeah, significant lack of bird people still. Um, trying to figure out yeah. what those are. Um, haven't haven't found them yet. What's going on, Jagex? It's kind of fucked up. Like, turtle people are cool. Don't get me wrong. Absolutely want them in the game. But where are the bird people? Hmm. Where are they at? Um, there's also the barracudas, and they're, like, the people that are going to give you the the barracuda trials, which I think are, like, the sailing... Speed racer. running things. Yeah. Uh, um, I like I like the, the lore for the, the main guy. Seems cool. Interested to see if there's like a quest relating to to them or something. That'd be kind of neat. Yeah. Um, there's like other factions. There's the Alliance of Merchants. Um, so you can do like uh trading stuff. I I assume that's like delivering stuff for sailing XP. Um, Shipwrights Association is where you'll get like your ship back and repair stuff and be able to. Uh, build stuff and buy new schematics um, and that's cool uh, these seem kind of like the fact like I'm going to keep talking about uh, I'm, I'm going to keep talking memes. about uh, what? Sea of Memes yeah Sea of Memes I'm going to keep talking about Sea of Thieves because you know it's a pirate game with sailing as the key focus so it seems like the factions that you see in like Sea of Thieves, I'm sure they can add more factions if they want, but like this is a pretty good cast of factions that you would want for, you know, yeah. at least to start off. Um, and like maybe there will be a, a a system similar to Sea of Thieves where you had to you get like XP with each faction and you unlock stuff mm. with that faction. I don't know if that'll be the case. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. Um. That's but like for, maybe doing that. That feels like 
a sailing mini game, right? Sailing. Yeah, this is yeah. not. This is not. You know, oh, sailing is a mini game. No, but that that feels like it would be part of a mini game. Yeah, where sailing is the primary skill. Yeah, like you know, with the the Merchant Alliance in like Sea of Thieves, you give or you get like goods and you bring it to another island. Uh, I imagine there there will be similar things to that in the Alliance of Merchants. So I like I do like the little lore they poke at with uh, the Alliance of Merchants, where it's like. Although all the merchants are nominally in alliance, they don't quite trust each other. Uh, we'd love to explore how you as a player could try and make it in the business and find out just how deep the corruption runs. Because they talk about, like, uh, um, Ollie and... Uh, yeah, Ollie Morrison. Ollie Morrison. And, like, there's that quest with him where, like, you... I think it's the mini quest uh, after the feud or like, I don't even think it's a mini quest. It's just like a thing you can do an activity. Oh, the little mini game. Yeah. Where you like, you have to go to the rune shop in Farrock and like you talk to him and then you talk to Ali and they like strike a deal. And like now Ali sells mm-hmm. runes through him in some way. Yeah. So like, you know, it kind of reminded me of that. And I was like, Oh, I wonder if we can get more funny merchant lore. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, but the, the final, like, infographic page, I think is the one you care most about, the birds. Oh, I see. You've been the doing Oceanic it. I've been Predators. scrolling through the, uh, the actual blog post. No. And, like, that is, uh, it's all been out of order. I'm like, how, wait, why is he jumping all over the place here? No, no. I've been going off, off the infographic because I'm lazy. That's fair. Um, and I, I feel like the infographic kind of lays it out a little bit neater. It's less in depth, but yeah, I, I like the infographic. Um, but the ocean predators, bird, uh, yeah, they got the griffins that I still love the design of. Yeah, griffins having the seagull in is so good. It's just oh, shout out to the JMod that made that. Um, they also have some some uh, sea legends, some like mythical beasts. Um. They have uh, Rokar the Thunderbird, which is cool. Based. Yeah, it's like a a big uh, black bird with like blue. This better be accents. a boss, and I better be able to get it as a pet. Yeah, that'd be sick. Um, there's also the Sharhai, which is like a long shark. Very long boy. Yeah, it looks horrifying. Um, extremely cursed. Would also it. be a funny pet, especially if it didn't do the cop out like, you know, it has like a puddle that follows you around. It should mm. just follow me around like a snake, just like flopping I was around it a little like bit. Swim through the air. Nah, it should like flop around. That'd be funny. It'd be like the uh, the dragon from Terraria, the little oh, yeah, summoner the, pet. Yeah. 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 Um, they also talk about the Dark Dame, which is uh, the, the the ghost pirate ship basically um which is cool and What's yeah the character I, I mean spongebob yeah there's um uh, fuck too uh, tired his name escapes me right now but fucking he's got his ghost shift that's just immediately what i thought of yeah you're thinking of uh the flying dutchman right? yeah that's the one yeah yeah or davy jones or whatever from yeah, uh yeah. 
other myth. Yeah, it, it's basically that. Um, spooky ghost pirate ship. It could be cool having it just like show up and fight you, or if it's locked to a certain area, maybe. Um. Once again, Sea of Thieves related, but there's like a a, a ghost uh, crew that can appear, um, and. You know, you, you can get, like, skeletal ships that randomly appear, but there's also, like, a big ghost head that appears in the sky sometimes and just talks shit if you get too close. And if you get way too close, then you have to fight a bunch of ghost ships, and it's really cool. So maybe, like, the Dark Dame can be, like, a world event that happens where it'll just be, like, randomly in a different location every once in a while. World events? In my runescape? I think that could be sick. Yeah, no, I agree. I know that there's kind of some like weird sentiment that that shouldn't be a thing, which I don't really understand. Uh, yeah, the game's an MMO. Well, I think people are scared about like clans locking them down. That's fair, I guess. Um, but we already have world events in the uh, Rev Caves. That one boss that spawns. Oh yeah, that's true. And that doesn't really uh, get locked. Revenant down. Maledictus. I don't know why I can remember the name of that boss, but nothing else today. But, um. Like we have a, a a world event related to the revenants. I'm sure. As long as as long as there isn't like a, a crazy drop table or like something just fucking insane, or like mm-hmm. it's just like insanely good to farm. As long as it's just like, you know, good. Yeah. But not like crazy. It probably won't get locked down. Or or maybe for like you know these could all be world events honestly. Um, but maybe like. Everyone that participates gets a role on the loot table. You know, depending on your participation amount, you get more or less. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It, it could be cool. Yeah, I agree. Um, was there anything else on this blog that you, you know, really wanted um, to talk about? I don't think so. I'm scrolling through it really quick, uh, but I don't, I don't really think there was anything else I want to talk about. Uh, there's the guild. Sure, whatever. Um there's really no actually in-depth talking about like what would be useful at the guild. It's just like, Oh yeah, there's a guild. It just exists. Yeah. That's cool. It's just like a concept. It's like, okay, cool. Sure. Um, Oh, they also talk about Slayer and then they're not releasing Slayer on release of, uh, sailing because they want you to focus on sailing rather than Slayer, which is fine. Um, so, uh, cool. Yeah, cool. Um, whenever the lock-in vote rolls around, I think it's pretty unlikely that I would ever vote no to this. Uh, it looks pretty great. Yeah, they've been really killing it with these blogs, I think. And I think people that were doubting it, you know, uh, before might be a little less, uh, doubtful now. Hopefully. Yeah, I think it's really good. So, um, I mean, obviously there's most likely problems with it, but Mm -hmm. I mean, come on, every skill, everything in the game has some problems. We we gotta, we gotta gotta take some sacrifices to get some good content up in this bitch. Right. Yeah. That's my opinion. I want, I want the skill. looks good. I, I, I very much want the skill. Anyways, any uh, closing thoughts on uh, Desert Treasure 2 and 
sailing and everything else we talked about today. No, I think I'm good. I think we've we've spoken our piece. Uh, I think it's I think it's yeah. time to go. I think we're good. Yeah. Uh, my closing thoughts: If you haven't done Desert Treasure Two yet, highly, highly recommend it. It's such a good quest. Like, I th- I think you know maybe I'm just riding the high off doing it the other day, but I think it's probably the best quest Dragonx has ever done. Um, they obviously see. put a ton of work into it. And I think it's really paid off. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm also excited for sailing. I think they're putting a lot of work into making sailing uh, good. And I hope uh, that pays off and we get a really fun and engaging skill. And we don't just get like uh, agility, which is boring and bad. Uh, and I'm only saying that because I've been doing agility for three skill hours issue. before we record. Um, but Thank you all for listening. If you want to listen to more of this, make sure you follow or subscribe or whatever you do on whatever platform you're listening to this on. Uh, I don't think Bird's gotten around to it yet, but expect the YouTube versions to be up soon. I just keep forgetting to, um, and I'm going to probably be too busy with work over the next few days, but hopefully come like Monday or Tuesday, I can just like mass dump all of them onto the YouTube. Yeah. Um, so that'll be coming for you YouTube enjoyers. Um, it, it, you know, like we've said, it's not going to be any editing. It's just going to be audio with background. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, follow us uh, on those platforms. You can also uh, join our Discord uh, and listen to these recorded live. There is no barrier to entry to that. You can just hop into the chat. Um, and hang out uh we also talk sometimes in the the text chats i haven't really been hopping into the voice chats i want to do that a little bit more maybe do some like rating with people in here i think that'd be fun um but i make no guarantees uh, that i will ever exist in the discord ever you've left a couple of messages i'm very i'm very fickle when it comes to discords that are not like my very small private circles of friends Mm mm-hmm um I, I will admit that yeah that's fine but uh yeah you can do that you can also uh follow us on twitter as a, as a uh, side note that doesn't mean that i don't like you guys uh obviously i appreciate <laughs> that you support the podcast i'm just i'm not the greatest social guy that's fair like i i wouldn't expect you to to want to talk to you know people that you don't know because like i know most of the people that listen to the podcast because they come from like tnl and that's my clan shout out to tnl they are great um but you know you you probably don't know most of the people so that's fair um anyways but yeah uh follow us on twitter at guthics rest pod where we tweet out when episodes go live and i also retweet runescape stuff um you can also uh, donate to us on coffee at uh, ko-fi.com slash gothicsrest for a one-time donation. Or you can subscribe to us on Patreon, patreon.com uh, slash gothicsrest, uh, where there's currently not really any uh, perks to doing so other than supporting us. But we greatly appreciate it if you if you do that. Um, 
I don't think there's anything else I really need to shout out. Yeah, no, I don't think so. Um, if you do subscribe to the Patreon, um, you would have more leverage in telling us what we should give as perks. There's a perk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've been told that I can do merch through Patreon, so uh, I was talking to Michael about that, and apparently, like, Patreon will take money from the patrons and put it into, like, a fund that goes towards merch. So, like, I have some designs. I can make some merch. I really want a Guth Express t-shirt. Like, I would wear that. Um, Speak for yourself. Listen, I like my logo. I made it. Fucking narcissist. God damn. Damn straight I am. You know, you have to be a little bit of a narcissist to, like, be like, yes, I'm going to record two to four hours of audio, and I expect people to listen to it. Yeah, no, I, I, I want a Gothic Trust t-shirt, though. I think that'd be cool. So if you if that interests you, you know, maybe subscribe to the Patreon and I'll set that up. Um, but, I mean, the, the only perk that we currently have is just you get the audio with no ads and uh, you can listen to it however you want. That, I don't know. That, you know, that's a perk. Um, and if I get to editing it, earlier than expected then it goes out like a day or two early so that's cool but uh thank you everyone for listening and uh i think that's it yes sir that is all we'll see you later yep see you later with the nanny yeah. Goodbye.